Hi, I'm Erica Ramirez, founder of Illy and host of What About Your Friends, a podcast dedicated to the many lives of friendship and how it's portrayed in pop culture. Every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, I talk to my best friend, Stephen Othello, and your favorites from within the Ringer and beyond about friendships on TV, in movies, pop culture, and our real lives. So join me every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, where we try to answer the question TLC asked back in the day, what about your friends? This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Shout out, Jack Edwards. The Major League. Oh, my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Okay, okay. 24-7. Confirm. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Wrestling. There is something going on this Friday, and it's the world's number one sports and recreation podcast, Cheap Heat. And it's 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 going on this week by the, I mean, just the a, a, a needle. What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, it's a skin of the teeth episode. That's what I'm saying. So, like, a lot of times we get these lovely emails where people are like, oh, thank you for doing the podcast. And I generally feel like, thank us. What do you mean? We love doing this. I'm sitting, I, of course I'll do it. This this is a thank you episode. I I don't want to be doing this today, but I we we need to give the people something. They got no Dipperstein this week. They're they're missing you. They're needing you. What's happening? Um, I'm I'm so tired right now that I I literally had to throw water on myself, um, to uh to wake up this week. I respect it. I respect it. I I, I called out a hot ninety seven this morning. What are your teeth? I was doing an MJF joke. I, did you not catch that? Or that you splashed water on your face? I, I said I had to throw water on myself. <laughs> no, I didn't catch it that way. You would have said, you should have said, what, what I, was I, so have I was so tired, I asked my neighbor to come grab a cup and throw water in my face to wake uh, me up. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, by the way, I'm glad you mentioned that. 
I do need to say, uh, in the episode the other day, I was going under the guise of that was all part of the show. It now appears, based on what the stories are saying, that that is not the case. I would like to submit that if, in fact, it was not the case, I do not think it's a great idea. Uh, I think of it slightly differently than I did at the time. I don't change the fact that if we stop being so sensitive for five seconds, you'll realize that literally that will end up being one of the coolest days of the kid's life. I, I do stand by that. Like, ultimately, I just, what I can't gravitate, what I can't understand is how people watch shows and live tweet them so quickly. And don't get me wrong, I live tweeted some during Chris Rock. But you're live tweeting during, during a show that is perceived reality. How can you in, the, in, the, in, in real time judge what's happening when it's a show? You know, like it's one thing to judge Chris Rock's comedy. Those are the words that he's saying and we take them at face value. That's it. Nothing in wrestling can be taken at face value. So I don't understand how people are tweeting what they like and don't like in real life when you don't know. So anyways, that being said, it did change my opinion of it uh, when I found that. But I, I maintain all will be OK. And in the grand scheme of things, the uh, MJF continues to be able to make himself a heel um, in spite of the fact that I'll tell you what, that match, you mess around and that match could easily make you kind of a baby face because he was so good. Um, now, he made sure to act like a complete maniac afterwards at the at the presser. Did you see him at the presser? No, no, no I saw the presser. He stumbled in like <laughs> like Larry David. Remember when Larry, the episode where Larry has the cane yeah. and he's on the golf course looking like a lunatic? Yeah. That's, that's what Max looked like. So um, anyways, did you catch up with everything this week? Did you watch the Monday Night Raw of it all? Yes, I did. I did. That John Cena segment was the highest levs. Of? Good. Just highest levs. You liked it? Yeah, highest levs. Not highest levs over Pug. No, no. Wow. We're Pug. No. no. Uh, what, did you, what did you like about it? Because I could, I could have seen you saying it was too formulaic. We knew we were getting him an Austin Theory. Give us something else. I just, okay, put it this way. I thought it was the most genuine that Cena has sounded in years on the microphone. It felt like he, he was a little less rehearsed than it's been in a very long time. And you know how I feel about Austin Theory. He's mage. So yeah. I just think, and even though I hate, you know, putting the younger guys over and I hate the putting over thing, as you know, as you all well, <laughs> you all well know, I, I do appreciate the fact that they're putting Austin Theory in this slot. Um, and that, you know, it's like, and I'm sure the match will be whatever, but you know, it just, it was the most genuine Cena sounded. I'll put it to you this way. He, he put him over as see, like, see, a, that's funny. As we, a we, heel. we, he, so, but we got e an email last week and I actually thought it was somewhat uh, compelling. Not last week, two days ago, three days ago saying that they, uh, a listener said, and I understood, I felt the same way. They didn't like that. Cena kept saying, no one cares about you. Yeah. I didn't like, like that either. Yeah, just say you're bad. Just say that you stink. You're a bad guy. You're in you're you're not you're insincere. You're all these different things. Don't say nobody cares. I, I think that was I, a, yeah, I bet you he just that that was a choice that he made himself. Oh. I think most things Cena says are basically yeah. a choice he makes himself. Did you see the clip moving around? Um I'm I'm sure you didn't. There's a clip moving around from the Rivals episode, Cena and The Rock. I have not watched the full episode, though shout out to all of our peckerheads who emailed me and told me how I can watch the episodes. Do you know how you can watch the episodes, Dip? I can watch them on Hulu. 
No, you can't. No? No. How do no. you watch them? How do you watch them? It's a great question. You go on your, your Roku or whatever, download the A&E app, and they currently have this entire season of Rivals and Biographies uh, up there for free. They have commercials, but they're there. Uh, I got to tell you, I'm having trouble watching the biographies. Why? They're too emotional. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. This is complete non-exaggeration. The other day. A hysterical crying. We watched the China episode. I haven't seen it yet. And the next morning, I'm not Aye. kidding, next morning at like noon, I had taken a nap after my show. Natalie walks in the room with tears in her eyes. And I'm like, babe, what's wrong? What's going on? And she's like, I'm just thinking about China. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God, that's horrible. <laughs> she, she, and, and she was like, yeah. I watched it again. She was like, I turned on the TV and it was at the spot, uh, whatever. And I ended up watching more of it. China, it's very sad. I know, she it, has one of the great tragic lives in, in wrestling history. Um, you know what's, you know what's, oh, so let me, let's go back to the, this for a second, because that's what Friday some things are about, talking about the random uh, everything of wrestling. But mm. the clip going around of Cena and The Rock, and I, I want to go back and watch that episode because I heard I'm terrific in it, mm. um, is the part when they're, they have the promo where Cena calls out The Rock for writing down notes on his wrist. Right. And they really go into the behind the scenes, including showing behind the scenes of like how sort of shocked the rock really was that Cena did that. And how they, they cut to this clip of big show backstage, like right afterwards when Cena comes back being like the balls on you. <laughs> and like, I never, I did not remember all these years later. The Rock, when when you when Cena says it, when he first says the line of "I don't have to write it down on my wrist," the Rock's face is so not a work. <laughs> he is so angry. And when they finish that promo, <laughs> you see the Rock like, "Yeah, motherfucker," blah blah, in his face, and he's dead. I, if he's acting, it's better acting than he's done in any of the Fast <laughs> movies. Okay, it's <laughs> the highest levels. You, you got to watch it. So I, I'm I'm psyched to watch the. The Cena Rock rivals. But yeah, the China one, man. When you think about it, how wild is it that her time as a huge star was a fraction of her time as like an addict fading into obscurity? I know. It's horrible. It's she horrible. Was, she was on top for basically five years and then spent She's, the next 15 years just um, absolute tragedy. She's one of the seminal. I was a China fan for sure. I, when you I met her, she, you met her, didn't you? No, she didn't meet her as a kid. Okay, I thought no. she was there that day. Okay. Never met China. I would say, you know, I was very young when she first attacked uh, Marlena. You know, I was I was maybe nine. Maybe this was 1996. Yeah, 96, Not 97, early, right there. Yeah, early. I was maybe nine or ten, and I'm thinking to myself, "Wow, this 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 fan." is so crazy that she's choking out Marlena. Yeah. <laughs> I was, she worked me in the beginning as a kid. And ever since then, I, I just, I was like, this is, I loved seeing China. I loved seeing her against the guys. I thought she was just, what she's one of my, a seminal Dipperstein attitude era person. And, and by the way, this is one of those things 
China is one of those things where like you might hear certain wrestlers talk and say things that are disparaging about her work because they didn't want to work with her. And that part's definitely true. No one, no one, all the men felt slighted by working with China in some way. Jericho definitely did. He wrote about it in his book, but I don't, it's one of those rare things where it's like, I know you guys are the professionals and I know we're the fans, but I got to tell you in this case, she may have not been the perfect worker in some ways. I suppose for me as a kid, for me as a human being watching, she was perfect. Like even now when I go back and watch, she was awesome. She looked, did she look as smooth as everyone out there? No, but her power and like everything she did looked impactful. Her and I'm sure that's also yeah. the overall presentation was awesome. Yeah. She's and a I, legend. and I got to tell you something right now that I think you of all people would appreciate. You're in Hollywood for the, the work that she ended up doing to transform herself from where she was when she first started to where she was in O2. I think she did a tremendous job. She's one of the all-time great wrestlers, male or female. Wow. And uh, I, I was always a gigantic fan, and it's nice to see her get a biography. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, I, I, mean, I, I have it. to take some... That reason why I haven't watched it is because I really haven't been able to take the time to do so and concentrate on it. And I, I, I watched the Jake one a couple times. I mean... Listen, I mean, it just gets very emotional for me to watch these things. I mean, I, these are these are I, these were my friends growing oh, this up. Is, by the way, if you want insight into the the psychotic mind of Dipperstein, this is this is honestly the only place where he has true emotion. It only it's, exists in wrestling. Confirmed. I went downstairs to my. I'm, I'm looking through my stuff that's in the basement, you know, or in my garage, as you've seen, and uh, I, I just opened up one little thing the other day, and in it was a stuffed snake. Okay, that I don't think I've ever showed you. That was not like a Jake the Snake. Like it wasn't like it wasn't a a license item. It wasn't a license item, but it was a stuffed animal that I had as a kid that is still in the boxes. And it was a snake. It's huge, gigantic. And I just remember like that was like my item that pretending pretending he was Damien. I pretending I was Jake and that was Damien. And I would strangle my, you know, my Hogan and my Sting and my my warrior buddy dolls with it. And, you know, it's like, you know, you, then you watch the, the biography of it and you see like, Oh God, I had no idea any of this was not to mention I was younger, not to mention Jake's life is so sad and so dramatic. And then you add on top of that, the way he talks where he could make anything sound sad and dramatic when he, yeah. you know, I, I went to the bagel place, you know, when you, uh, when you ask for a bagel, there's only two ways it could come, good or bad. And this bagel was bad. <laughs> it's a bad bagel. <laughs> I mean, he's just a serious man, that Jake. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm so glad he's alive. Me too, and, man. And, I and, and, that's and, exactly and, how and, I feel. And, and so much Rock and Robin. Like, I've never gotten to hear so much from Robin. Oh, it's rock, rock and Robin galore. I mean, she's rocking she's, and rocking. <laughs> But no, that yeah. one's sad. China's super sad. Um, after, actually, when we get off here, because I want to relax before I have to try to go to this work thing, I, I'm, I'm going to try to watch the Hogan-Andre rivals and dig into that a little bit, even though I know the story. Watching a Hogan-Andre rivals is like, I could I could tell the rivals out loud. I could just talk for an hour and take tell you the whole story, but I, I, I'm excited to watch that. What are, um, we, like, what are your like tease about WrestleMania? You know, I'm glad you asked that. That's what I was going to ask you next because yeah. all of a sudden it happened really quick. 
We let me just, let me just say before you start. Okay. I haven't even thought about it yet. <laughs> I Good. Be it's in three weeks. Well, I'm making what? all these plans in my mind a year ago. You know. Oh wait, and, and they that, announced they announced that there's a they gave a one night. They announced one of the matches. Which night it's on? What? Seth and Logan is night one. Okay. So, I have not spent a ton of time thinking about it. I haven't called the powers of pain. I haven't called demolition. I think, I mean, today might be the day to make those calls. Warlord, Barb, Axe, Smash. What's going on? When are you getting in? When are you getting into town? Have you ever had a Hank's bagel? Yeah, what are your teas? Do you want to you, you make some money to hang out with a bunch of dorks? You've done that before, haven't you? How much, uh, what type of coffee creamer do you take? Hazelnut? Don't, wor- don't worry, I've got it all. Caramel macchiato? Yeah. What can we get you, Barb? A oh. chicken bone? <laughs> would, you, would you like a bagel bite? Maybe yeah. a pigs in a blanket from Trader Joe's? Are- uh, Smash, are you a charcuterie guy? Or like, what are you doing? Do you think he likes like hard cheese or soft cheese? Spreadable? No? Who knows? So many questions. So many questions. So we uh, this week, all of a sudden, we now have the, the beginnings of a, a card. Ma- ma- really, we have probably have two-thirds of it. I think you got the card. I think it's done. No. What are you, an idiot? No. Oh, you... You mean if you add in the others we know that are coming? Yeah. So here's what we have. Um, I'll say the match. You'd give me your level of interest and intrigue, one to five, five being the highest, one being the lowest. Freaking freaking versus Logan Paul. Three. Yeah, I'm good with that. But I am looking forward to it, but I will say three. Let me ask you a question. Didn't Logan Paul like destroy his knee like two months ago? Like, how is he wrestling again? All it time? wasn't. Fu- it, no, it wasn't fully destroyed. Okay, it wasn't complete destruction. Okay, what about uh, Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes? One. Wow. Wow. I'll, I'll go three. Uh, we'll there's come back. No, there's no story. Uh, it doesn't need to be, I suppose, for this, but it's just we know what's happening. We know what's going to happen. Roman Reigns should win this match. I said it two weeks ago, but I mean this. Roman Reigns should be the winner, uh, like uh, like like Macho said at night at the Royal Rumble. I am the winner of the Royal Rumble. Okay, Cody right. Rhodes is the winner of this match. Okay, even Roman Reigns is. No, Cody is the winner. Roman should be the one winning. Oh, 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 oh. So as a swerve. I can't even believe I'm saying this. Roman Reigns. So, so then let me ask you that. Swerve. And by the way, I will have you know, I was listening to our friend Sam Roberts. Oh, he's a great guy. And Sam, Sam thinks it's 50-50. No. It's not just SGG. SGG. It's 100 to zero. So then let me ask you, if Roman wins, would that qualify as something? Like you'd be excited about it? Yes. Okay, we'll come back to that. Um, Charlotte versus Rhea. I think Rhea turns babyface and wins. I and think they an, put on a great match. You're and forgetting, you're forgetting what the what the what we're doing here. It's What's the, the number sti- level of excitement. Oh, 
I'm giving you my little quick take too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fine. We have time for that though. We got weeks. We have weeks to break these two. things down. Uh, I'll, I'll call it a three. Uh, Bianca and Asuka. I'm if guessing. it was Edge versus Rhea Ripley, it'd be a five. Uh, there you go. What are your uh, keys on that? Be, that would be that would be a five. Uh, yeah. Bianca and Asuka. Very low. Okay, just say very low. Uh, I'm not particularly high there either, unfortunately. Even though I, I think it'd be a great match, but again, yeah, sure. story, sure. story. Yeah. Brock versus Omos with MVP. Four point five. Really? I like to see the big the big men. I know, and I and I like. I this has the potential for like you know Brock beating the hell out of MVP like they're just gonna be fun. This will be a fun WrestleMania match. You're gonna get what you need here. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see Brock F five Omos, which will be a sight to behold. You think you can do it? Yeah, <laughs> that'll be mage, dude. I think that, that's the moment. That's your WrestleMania moment. Yeah, that'll right? be. That's your WrestleMania moment. Forget Cody with the belt. <laughs> The WrestleMania moment is Brock F5ing Omos, mage of the highest levels. That's uh, a moment. I'll this is it, a moment. I'll call it a three and a half. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I see. Uh, uh, Gunther versus TBD. We really can't say. Oh, anything. Gunther versus TBD. Yeah, yeah you love TBD. Yeah. I'm one of the biggest TBD guys in yeah. the industry. By the, way, I, by the way, I think TBD is going over in a big way. I think Fufu Shmashma might be Ooh. the could that would be big gunther versus fufu would be a thing a thousand percent can you imagine what that with a pop that would be if fufu came out god he hasn't been heard from since like he showed up at a new japan show at the beginning of the pandemic hasn't been heard from since what um who's the tbd it's it's many people it's many people. Um, it's many people and TBD. So many people. We have many, many wrestlers. We have TBD. It's on SmackDown. Whoever on SmackDown this week, whoever wins the like five way, fatal five way, yeah, fatal five way is the it does it. It's Sheamus and other people. Um, then My we guess have, is it Drew. Is it Drew in that match? Well, that would be the one that makes sense, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're gonna get Drew Gunther. Drew Gunther. That's something. That, that's a little something. What about uh, Mr. Theory versus Mr. Cena? Four. Okay. Look, look at that. He's got to get rid of the beard. It's indie looking. It's too indie looking. Get rid of the beard, Austin Theory. Who's Aston Theory? <laughs> yeah. And Trish, Lita, and Becky versus Damage Control. Let's see. Yeah, let's see. I'll yeah. call that a three and a half. Yeah, three. Uh, I'm interested. Two and a half, three. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. So now we have those uh, eight matches. We also know we're going to get the uh, a Bray Bobby Lashley, which is not listed yet. No, I don't like this. You don't like it? No. No, dude. No, it should be. We should be doing some interesting story with Bray and mysticism. <laughs> I, they're getting away from that. It really seems like they're like he's getting more and more normal. He just has some crazy uncle who shows up. No, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, but we're getting Bray and Bobby. We're getting the Usos uh, versus Sammy and KO, which is now all but done. After Jay Uso made his choice the other night, which by the yeah. way, he's the man, dude. Yeah, he t- Jay Uso takes every moment that you think is just completely predictable and there's nothing to squeeze out of it. Dude, he had me believing for a second he wasn't going to do it. I know. He's mage. He's really he's really mage. The super mm-hmm. kick was actually like, whoa, he did it. He's he's awesome, man. He's now, a good at the guy, too. Now, people have been saying, and I think it's a reasonable thought, <clears throat> that something has to happen with Solo Sokoa. Mm, I don't think so. So you don't think Solo will be on? Because people were saying, like, what if somehow, dude, Solo's the third member for the Usos, and KO and Sammy get, like, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Or, right. Or some, that's where you use someone mage. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, though. <clears throat> I think Solo is just there as the muscle. You know, they keep they keep referring to him as that. The enforcer, yeah. The enforcer. So I don't think he's, I think he's just going to be enforcing and enforcing. And yeah, I don't he'll think be enforcing gonna... up a storm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I don't, you know, I don't know. So are there any other matches? I think if we really wanted to add something to the card, we should maybe be doing Dipperstein versus SGG. What are your oh. like thoughts about that? Jesus, Louise, us. And, that would be. and then it could culminate finally into the Rivals episode that everyone wants to see, you know, the, 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 the saga between Dipperstein and SGG. What are your what fighting about Mount Rushmore's? 
oh talking about Bret Hart, uh, him thinking and him thinking that everything is the greatest thing that's ever happened in the last five years. <laughs> and you know, all these, you know, him, him making arguments where you're arguing like podcast argument and he's just coming, going straight kayfabe right back at you. Yeah. So that Rivals episode, I think, would be a great one. I mean, we may or may not be filming it already. I haven't. I can't. And by the way, I'll tell you what. No, I will be doing every interview of the whole thing. No. Yeah. (laughs) And we I already have it's it's Freddie Prinze Jr. will be hosting. And around the table, Freddie Prinze will have a a great cast. Uh, The entire Jew World Order will be sitting there. And by the way, while mentioning the Jew World Order, I did, for the first time ever, want to welcome Henry Jacob Linder, who was born a couple of days ago, two days ago, 7.4 ounces, 19 and a half inches. Is that a thing now, including the, the length? We do, Yeah, you could do millimeters, centimeters. You, got, you have to do that? You can't just give the weight? <laughs> um, uh, seven no, people have been giving the length for years. By the way, I said 7.4 ounces. That would make him a very tiny baby. He's, he's a seven pounds, four ounces, 19 and a half inches. Uh, his wife, Amanda, is doing great. So welcome to the world, young Hank, the future head of the Linder table. The, the, uh, the only kid born with a silver bagel in its mouth. <laughs> and the question has been answered. I, there was a lot of debate happening with me and Dip, with me and Zach, with me and Andrew Goldstein. Would Zach give his kid a more Jewish name than Andrew Goldstein? And I believe, I don't know what, you'll, what you say, Dip, I believe Zach has come up with a slightly less Jewish name than Goldstein's kids. What are your well, T's? Well, Hank is Jewish, but Henry isn't. Henry's not. Henry can be anything. Yeah. It's if he's a, he if totally he's a, shocked the world on this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, what if he just come back and said his child was named uh, Ladanian, <laughs> Ladanian Jacob Linder? Uh, but anyways, welcome to the world, young Henry slash Hank. Uh, I appreciate having a new friend. We got a new little, new little member of the JWO. I have to meet him to make this determination. If I, you know, I yeah, that's a great say. point. By the way, he could be a terrible guy. Yeah, you never know. You never know. You never know <laughs> with these babies. Um, all right, let's hit a little bit of uh mailbag. What are your teas on that? No, mail. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Frank, he writes us a lot, he always brings something good. He says, What's up, guys? Keep it quick. Do you think Zane and Owens versus the Usos for the tag titles has enough juice to main event night one of Mania? I, I, I actually do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably will. I, I, I think the what way else? That, what, I, I think maybe, maybe one of the I women. Mean, they could put one of the women's matches. Otherwise, I don't see what it would even be. I guess it would be Charlotte Rhea. But to me, I don't think it's going to be Bianca Oscar. Do you? No. No. Uh, but to me, the tag match is what makes sense. That think about what stories are getting the most attention. The Sammy thing is still. They treat the Sammy thing on SmackDown as the number one thing going right now. So, Definitely. I, I, I absolutely. It well, well, it's not going to. It'll be the second to last match on one of the nights. I, you're, you're right, Michael. Ma, 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 male. 
Subject, is AEW serious? Two of the worst things I've seen on Dynamite. The ex-WWE women's group is pathetic. Get the spray paint out of here. Are you serious? Tony Khan repping Shazam the movie in a promo. Changing the name of the belts. Just awful. What are your T's? I think my T's are. I don't know what you're talking about. Mail. Matt says, hey, guys. Very much enjoying the show as of late. Thanks, Pete, for the interview that showed us Gunther is a great guy. <laughs> Have you fellows ever seen Sporkle? It's an online quiz game type thing, and some of the WWE stuff is majeure. There are title histories. You can list off Royal Rumble, Final Fours, uh, Mania main events, all sorts of things. I think it'd be right up your, especially Dips Alley, as the titles histories are little time capsules. No matter how many times I do them, I always forget someone. Huh. No, I haven't seen this at all. Wow. What is this? It's a game. I'll, here, I'll send you the link that he sent. Oh, nice. Uh, WWE, WWE Intercontinental Champions. Here, I'll, I'll do one right now together. It says, can you name the wrestlers who were WWE Intercontinental Champions? Oh, my God. And then it has, it has this is, well, this is insane. Who, who would do this? It has every single year going back to 1979. Okay. And they, you're supposed to fill out all the Intercontinental Champions. I, I can't. I, I mean, I, I probably could, I, maybe. No, I, no, I, no. Do you know how many slots there are? How many? Legit, it looks like 110 slots. Yeah, I couldn't do the later ones. Oh, no, 183. 183. Oh, so you can just type in the names. Got it. You don't have to get the year. You can just type in names, right? Okay. At, all right, so like, for example. I mean, we're um, not going to do this now, are we? Well, I just typed in Pedro Morales and got and got two. Randy Savage only had the one title reign. Isn't that funny that you think of it being that impactful? Well, he's he's the highest level. Bret Hart had two. How about Mr. Michaels? Mr. Michaels has three. How about Razor, the Miz? Razor. Wow, the Miz has six. Razor. Oh, he's he's going to get. Can Razor I? Can I? Can I, I? I'd love to see the game, dude. Here, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. How can I text it to you? We be able to see it if I text it to you? No. Yeah. This is pretty fun. Thanks to this gentleman. I love fun games. You, oh, do you remember how mage it was when we went on our trip to Montauk a couple years ago and brought the and Brian Mann brought the wrestling game? Oh yeah. I would love to play that again. That was the first day you met Natalie. Well, she was a great guy back then too. Do you and, uh, <laughs> do you want to just stay at Dipper Laco when you come in? I, what, is... what do you mean for Mania? No, for for yeah. Your oh, for next week? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, next week there's a um, a WWE 2K situation that I'm going out for. Um, I wonder if they'll have any public. If there is any public invited, I will make sure you peckerheads find out on, on Wednesday. The event is Thursday, so if there's the opportunity to go, I'll let you know. There's no opportunity. You sure? <laughs> yeah. Private private, 100%? Yeah. Um, I'm, I am staying at your place. That was my plan. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean... We can watch wrestling. I'll tell you why. Uh, it's a wrestling great guy. Um, by the way, there's a lot of sports going on that you can't control during that period. Someone wins. Someone loses. What can you do? The, all the college basketball that you just cannot control. Yeah. I haven't filled out a thing you know, in a many years. When do you start doing that again? 
That'll be starting on Monday. By the way, it's so funny. It's one of the true... Anyone out there listening, tell me if you relate to this. One of the truly only things I feel like I've like... I can point to as I've gotten older, wow, is yeah, over the last sev- over the last several years how out I've been on the tournament. Not to say I don't watch it. I do. It just doesn't have the same. It used to hit, dude. I would uh, be yeah. so excited for every minute of it. Oh, my God. I'd take is, off of work. I'd, I'd stay home from school. I loved what, it. I did, too, and I don't even care. So, But, but – uh, you know, now I'm at the point where, like, I'm so busy, I, I can't think of anything. And and um, my thing is now I find the broiest colleague. <laughs> broiest I, colleague. The broiest colleague. And I say, hey, uh, you look like the type of person that would be doing a bracket thing. Uh, can I get involved? <laughs> yeah. I go, oh, you're, you're kind of a, you know, meathead guy. Can I... Uh, <laughs> Is oh there my a god, what racket if, thing I can get involved in? What if that person's <laughs> listening right now? <laughs> They're not. Cuz I haven't done it yet. <laughs> this year's meathead hasn't been picked out? No. All right, so far of the uh, I've I've written in in this game. Duke thrown, and Villanova and this one and that Marquette. one. I, I every year Gonzaga seems to disappoint me. Oh, I can yeah. never get Gonzaga to to win a game. This <laughs> I just, I want to you I call you, Gonzaga and I say, "Listen, Gonzaga, uh, I need you to Gonzag all the way to the the Final Four this year." I know, I know. They're not Gonzagging and Gonzagging like they no, used to. They're not. <laughs> Shout out to Matt though. That's very, very neat. You and Cypher Sounds should have a fake sports conversation one day. He's the best at it. I would. By the way, let's do it. <laughs> like uh, I just put let's you guys start right on the, now. Call <laughs> and just and just. I think he's in Abu Dhabi. Do you have a call? I know it's. Who knows what time it is there? Let's see if he answers. <laughs> well, <I don't> know. <laughs> oh, no. you know. Yeah, he's he's one of the all-time best that I'll just say, like, and the funniest part is when it's almost awkward when we're around people who don't know that he's faking it, but I know that he is. It's, like, hard for me to. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. I have to, like, suffer through it. All right, let's see if he answers here. Decipher sounds phone ring in Abu Dhabi. You think I should do FaceTime audio? I'm not getting a ring so far. By the way, I got news for you about Abu Dhabi. Far up a storm. Oh, international sounds. You hear that? Yeah. Oh, oh well. That is the sound of a man who is overseas a thousand percent. Mail. Hey, Mage One. Maybe the story, maybe the story beat they want is less about Sammy and Kevin getting along, and more about the bloodline falling apart. I could see a Roman Usos backstage where Roman says, "I told y'all to solve the Kevin and Sammy. You failed. I don't care if you have to offer them a title match to get them in the ring and solve them." Then the coerced tag title match that the Usos lose at Mania is the last draw on the bloodline. Sammy and KO figuring out how to get along could be the story in the match, and the big hug could be the closing shot of their Mania match. Is that something? I don't think. I think Cody just goes. I I think he goes over clean. Cody, nothing. None of that was about Cody. I know, but I'm just saying. Like, I don't think that Roman. You didn't. You didn't listen, did you? No. <laughs> 
That was a legitimate all time low for the podcast. You, no, I just, I, I, I was, you, I we was, only have you for a half hour. You couldn't make it through one. That email was uh, three lines. Can, can I, you know, let me say something, okay? I'm sick of talking about this bloodline already. All right. I'm si- I don't want to hear about the co. I don't want to hear about the, 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 the Sammy and the Roman and will he or won't he and this. It is what it is. Okay. Someone's going to, it's going to be nothing. There's no more swerves left in this story. Okay. Well, That's no, but he, what he said, just to read, just to fill you in since you weren't listening. Okay. He said, because <laughs> last, on the, on the last episode of Cheap Heat, I talked about how I was surprised. I've been surprised that Sammy and KO haven't just straight up like gotten back together. And what he's saying is part of the story is that they won't get fully back together until after they win at Mania and then they hug with the titles. And I think that's an interesting uh, thought. Here's what needs to happen. Here we go. Here's what would be a bombshell mage situation. That tag match happens between the Usos and KO and Sammy. And Sammy turns right back on <coughs> KO and the bloodline gets back together. That is what should happen, but won't. People would love it. I love how every idea you have, you immediately just go to, that is what should happen. Mm -hmm. I'm very confident in my... You you, pro- you probably booked that in your Hulk Hogan underoos at 3 o'clock in the morning, half asleep, and you think this billion-dollar company should just say, that that's it. Dip thought of it. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. Yeah. What wrestling do you plan to watch this weekend? Mm. Is there wrestling this weekend? Well, you have a Rampage vehicle. You'll have a SmackDown vehicle. I'll do it. Uh, I'll do a. I'm brushing my teeth and Rampage is on. Oh yeah, it's, it's the one of the biggest. One, yeah. Teeth brushing program on the face of the earth. Oh yeah, the the only way to enjoy that show is to brush your teeth during it. You have to brush your teeth during Rampage. Yeah, if you're you, you don't want to just sit and watch. I want. Rampage. Let me tell. You, I want to see some images, some some peckerhead images. Okay. Of people, I want some DMs because I. By the way, my my D, my peckerhead DMs are on freaking fleek these days okay it's I so, wanna, it's, it's so funny yeah. i, I want to see some peckerhead dms of people of of selfies of people brushing their teeth while watching rampage <laughs> okay i i gotta see it i want to see I, you get a nice shout out i want to see it well you no, but you have to re if they at you in their story you have to repost the story of like so like one no. day you have a story of just like no. 10 people brushing their teeth i'm not gonna do that why? Uh, I can't do that. Your um, your Instagram is only wrestling people anyway. I'm just I, I'm not reposting other people brushing strangers brushing the. Teeth. So so real quick, you think it's weird to repost pictures of strangers brushing your teeth? Their teeth. You don't think it's weird for them to? You don't think it's weird to solicit them in your DMs? <laughs> no, 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 I don't. But, okay. No, I don't think okay. so. But no. uh, you know, we'll see. I don't know. You'll get a special prize. Uh, you know, I'd I'll like tell you to what, see it. I'll tell you what I'm excited for this weekend is The Last of Us. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Last week was... You know what they did on that episode last week? I didn't see last, last week? week yet, so... Okay, I won't tell you what happens, yeah. but they don't mess around with giving the viewer what they want. The viewer wants to see something terrible happen to this awful person, and guess what happens at the end? You're getting the terrible thing. <laughs> they know how to give it to you. Yeah. Um, not, not an extra swerve. Just take it. Yeah. 
Um, I'm sick of the rain. I mean, somebody needs to call somebody about the rain. I mean, it's raining. You know. Rain. By the way, you know what I'm sick of? I'm sick of hearing Los Angelinos talk about the rain. Oh, my God. The rain, the rain, the rain, the rain. Well, it's the only thing, my house. The only weather thing that gets talked about ad nauseum more than California people in the rain is the New York people and the lack of snow. Can you believe there's no snow? Oh, there's no snow. I can't believe there's no snow. There's no snow. But guess what? California, so much rain. There's rain. There's rain. There's no snow. I mean, in all seriousness, it's because the world is ending, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Dipperstein, thank you for carving out some time out of your busy agenting schedule. Yeah. Troy the Goy, thank you for being the weird, weird producing gentleman that you are. If any of you missed the uh, Gunther interview, by the way, I did post it yesterday. I threw it up on the old YouTube channel as well. You know what I named the interview? Dip, I named the interview Surprise, WWE's Gunther is a great guy. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very pleased by this. Because he's the ultimate example of really seems like a terrible guy. But he's great. Oh, yeah. Great. All right, guys. Uh, do, do me a favor. Stay mage this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Mage.